Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now for Train Your Body. Do you want those six-pack abs? Is there really a way to get six-pack abs? If you're a girl, can you really thin out your waist and get that abdominal that you see in those pictures? Well, yes, you can. So says Neil Pyer, nationally noted expert on fitness and personal training and fellow of the American College of Sports Medicine. Welcome to the show, my friend Neil. So tell us about six-pack abs. There is one exercise that can help almost anyone get six-pack abs. And that exercise is called pushaways. You sit squarely okay. in your chair and push away yep. the dinner plate. Look at you. We all have similar structure as far as abdominal muscles. You know, unless you've had injuries or surgeries or something else. We have similar um, structure. Um, we can develop those muscles by doing um, exercises that focus on the mid-region, uh, abdominal crunches, a planks, one of my favorites, etc. They've all been shown to be effective at getting to those muscles and developing them and conditioning them. The problem is that we all uh, have some type of layer of fat that covers them up. And, and the, the key, really, if you want to see those six-pack abs, you've got to reduce the, uh, your, lean, your, your body fat. You've got to reduce the body fat layer that sits over those muscles that keeps them covered. Okay, so if you've got to reduce the body fat, but people say that you cannot, the experts say, oh, wait, that would be you and me, Neil. You cannot spot reduce. So do, you can't. To you get have to that reduce body fat everywhere. You have to reduce it everywhere. So that means basically losing weight. Exactly. What if you're somebody well, that has fat, that yes. layer? What if it means mm-hmm. you're what if you're one of those people, such as myself, who've had a couple babies and I don't really need to lose that much weight, but I do have this kind of layer of body fat over my belly. Right. Well, uh, like I said, if you've had some kind of uh body uh, or life change, whether it's injury or your postpartum or uh, surgery or something like that, it can present some difficulties, you know, it'll be, make it a little bit more difficult for you to develop certain parts of the abdomen or or um, develop the muscles, the separation of the muscles themselves. However, the, the main thing that, that people sort of misconstrue is by doing a thousand crunches or sit-ups or planks or whatever it is that I'm going to do, why aren't I developing those muscles? Well, you are developing those muscles. They're just covered with that layer of, of body fat, which we all have to some degree, um, and it, they, it has its purpose, <laughs> and it's there. If you want to reduce that pad, that padding right over your abs, you need to reduce your overall body fat because there is no such thing as spot reduction and, and, that, and that kind of thing. So you want to reduce the overall body fat with cardiovascular exercise and really just burn the fat off as much as you can. Exactly. You want to get as lean as possible and, and develop those muscles. I'm not saying to ignore exercise and the development of the abdominals and obliques and all the other muscles involved, but if you want that six-pack, you got to develop the muscles and uh, try to reduce that layer. 
Should you train your abs every day? Because a lot of workouts that you see when people do back and buys, chest and tries, if they're splitting up their workouts, or even as a trainer, Neil, I, you know, I put people through a total body workout. My clients, we don't do just, you know, chest and tries, whatever, one day. Mm -hmm. We do a total body workout, but some people think it's okay to do abs, planking every day, you know, some sort of ball, abdominal exercise. Can you do them every single day? You know, there have been arguments on both sides of that equation uh, with, with, you know, some uh, evidence to show, you know, to support the, each of the two arguments. And personally, I recommend uh, treating the abdominals like you treat any other muscle uh, and alternating uh, the days that you stress it. So you exercise, let's say you do abdominal work, pl- series of planks and, you know, core type of stuff, and, and you're flexions of the spine, doing crunches, sit-ups, whatever it is that you do, you do those exercises on a Monday, I would give myself a Tuesday to rest and recover, and then on Wednesday I'd hit them hard again. Now, the other, the alternative or the other reason that I recommend that isn't just the muscle itself, but also it gives you a chance to do a little variety the next day and do maybe more cardio and some balance work or something else, which keeps... Uh, you know, variety is always the uh, one of those things that keep you fresh and, and allow the muscles, if you're really going to hit them hard one day, rest them the next day so they re- fully recover, hit other muscles, do other things, and then come back the following day and hit them all over again. And when you're hitting these muscles and giving them the rest that they need or hitting them, are we doing different exercises or are we you know, planking every day, doing rotisserie. We, you know, I mean, if you like a certain abdominal exercise, Neil, should you stick with that or do you like switching them all around? Do they do, okay, I guess the question is, do they really work different parts of the abdominals? Because I've had people say a million, billion times, we're not working my lower abs, I can feel we're not. Well, uh, if, you're, if you're talking about lower and upper, if you take a rubber band, hold it on opposite ends, and you pull it apart, the tension in the in throughout the rubber band is equal. There's always tension in that in that rubber band. Well, the same thing happens with your abs. Your abs attach way up. Your rectus abdominis attach way up by your ribs, all the way down to your symphysis pubis and your hip bone. And when you contract them, and you bring the hip bone end closer to the rib end, uh, you're contracting the whole length of the muscle. Wh- whether you're uh, you know, there, there are might be minor degrees of shortening in one area versus the other area, but the tension being uh, sent through that whole muscle is, is pretty similar. It's pretty equal from top to bottom. So you, there is no such thing as lower and upper and upper and lower. Um, Aren't you tired you of people asking it. you that? But there are I, I hear it all the time. Yeah, of course I hear it all do. the time. And- so do I. And and then the other big one is if I do these exercises like planking and crunches or it's making my stomach muscles bigger and now my belly sticks out. Well, you know what? If your belly sticks out, it's generally because of the layer of fat over the, the belly, over the oh, muscles. Oh, I'm so tired of hearing that muscle. question. Yeah. The, there's a recent, recently, and, and I'm waiting for it to be published, there's a study that was done in, uh, I think it was Penn State, that looked at all sorts of abdominal exercises, and uh, they found that the plank, because uh, they were really looking at core uh, or benefits to the core, overall big, general, big benefits, not just focused, isolated benefits. 
So they looked at crunches, and they looked at a, a host of other exercises, including the plank, and they found that even in the rectus abdominis, the plank actually had a greater EMG response, um, which is interesting. <laughs> it's not exactly what I would have expected, but uh, I'm waiting for the thing to be published so I can scrutinize it. But um, any exercise that works the rectus abdominis is going to condition it, uh, strengthen it to some degree, certainly improve your endurance and uh, the shape of the muscle. The thing is, you've got to be able to see it, <laughs> so you've got to get lean. That means cardio and, and just work overall, activity overall, that will help you get there. Absolutely. And so in the last minute, wrap it up. Getting that six-pack abs, because some people are saying, Neil, you still haven't told me how to get six-pack abs. So wrap it up with your best advice on getting six-pack abs. Do your favorite exercises that you will do consistently. Do them every other day, whether it's a series of different crunches. Cycling crunches have been shown to be very highly effective. Planks. Any exercise that works that rectus abdominis uh, will help develop the muscles of the abdomen. Uh, however, the number one exercise you need to do is what? They're called pushaways. You've got to push away the dinner plate. Got to lower your overall body fat by doing cardio and just general physical activity in order to reduce the padding over the six packs so you can see them. Love the push away, but I'm bomb. That is the best way to get those six pack abs. But as Neil said, getting those abdominal exercises, planking and crunches and whatever it is you decide to do, you got to get that layer of body fat off the top by doing your cardio. You know, watching your food, clean eating, those are all ways you want to get that lean, mean abdominal look. This is Melanie Cole. Train your body right here on Radio MD. Stay well.